Hey, this is I Saw That Movie. I'm CB. This is Mark. Hello. I used to work in a video store, and he lives in one. We're going to talk about a movie today that Mark has watched recently, hopefully. <laughs> and maybe knows a few things about, and I have no idea what he's going to say, what movie he's going to bring up. So here we go. What yeah. do you got, Mark? So a few weeks ago you said to me, are we? Are you, are you ever going to watch anything good? <laughs> that, was, that, was that was something you said to we, me. We've had a couple. We've had a couple good. And ones. I was like, "Oh, what do you mean, Mac and me? It was great, you know." Uh, yeah. So time cop, you did what we did to that. So. I I decided to watch a movie that I know you fancy, <laughs> and a movie that you know that I do not fancy. <laughs> Bryce is a default. <laughs> <laughs> you, this blow out? you know it. You know what I'm talking about immediately. <laughs> oh my god, I watched Blowout again. So good. So good. <laughs> Brian De Palma, John Lithgow, Nancy Allen, John Travolta. Fuck you. I watched Blowout Classic. again. Classic. I didn't hate it as much as Nice, very I nice. Hated it. When I when we watched it in school, I hated it. You hated it. <laughs> uh, this time around, I don't know. Of all the shit we watched in the school, and you were like, blow Tolerable out. David. <laughs> Blowout was terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. So good. Uh, so, Blowout. Here we go. Yeah, good stuff. Ugh. So, we open. So, go ahead. I've got a lot to say about Blowout. Someone finally wants to talk about blowout with me, and isn't just like shut the fuck. Finally, up, someone wants to talk about blowout. Uh, I I think De Palma's fantastic. Actually, I love pretty much everything he he does, from all the really bad, <laughs> terrible shit he does to, to like, yeah. I think I think this is one of his best movies. <sighs> so blowout is about you know he saw. Uh, Antonioni's blow up, blow up, and he was like, "I bet I can do that better." <laughs> and everybody was like, "Brian, Brian, 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 please don't get out the kaleidoscope lens. Let's do some split screen, why don't we?" <laughs> yeah, let's just do all split diopter for every shot. <laughs> why not? For fuck's sake! Oh, let's get into this mastery. <laughs> We open up, and we get Brian De Palma's take on the slasher flick. That's how it starts. We get first-person point of view from the killer as he's stalking around a sorority house, and he sneaks inside, and we get a lot of nude college co-eds and scantily clad college co-eds running around and the whole nine. And the killer finally comes upon a woman in the shower. He raises his knife. You know, opens opens the curtain, raises his knife, and she lets out one of the worst screams you'd ever hear in a horror film. Like, <laughs> just an awful. It's scream. really bad. It's a it's bad. Really, scream. It's yeah. Bad, terrible scream. Movie stops. We cut over to John Travolta. He's sitting in uh, like a viewing editing room with the producer of the film and what I assume is the editor. 
and he's getting yelled at by the producer about how shitty that scream is. And he's like, what? That's a real scream. And he's like, that's a fucking shitty scream. All the sound effects you've been doing are shit. And, and he's, he's he's a sound recorder. Yeah, he's a sound recorder. And uh, and he's getting yelled at by the producer. All your sounds are shit. You're just using shit from the library. Go out and get some real sounds, you goddamn idiot. Get out of here. And so he, he, he does. He said, okay, well, I'll go get some wind because you want some wind, uh, Mr. Producer. So that night, John Travolta, he goes out to the park, and he's recording some wind in the trees. He's got his shotgun mic and his giant fucking reel-to-reel <laughs> recorder. <laughs> like, just... Huge recorder. If you want to... If you're a like aspiring filmmaker... And you want to see what making a movie was like before computers? Watch this movie, and you will be like, wow, I was such a fucking pain in the ass. I would have never tried to make a movie back then, because fuck this. But anyway, he's out, he's out in the, the, the park getting some wind in the trees, then he hears a couple talking, and he points his mic at the couple, and they're talking about him being a creep. But he just continues to record them. Ah, I am a creep. I'm proving you right. And uh, they take off. Then he gets a frog croaking. Croaking frog. Croaking frog. Croaking frog. And then he gets a hoot owl, you know, giving a hoot. And you get that split screen that I've talked about Love it. for years Love it. with you Love about it. anytime this movie comes up and I talk about how I hate it, I talk about this shot. Because the owl turns around. <laughs> with the owl, like owl face real close. John Travolta off in the distance. Pointing, pointing, pointing the thing and the, owl, the and the owl turns its head around. You know, like Beautiful. how owls do. Gorgeous. <laughs> Cinema. Cinema. Uh, or as the Italians say, Cinema. So after this lovely split screen between the hoot owl and John Travolta recording the hoot owl, he hears a car going out of control and he turns and he points his mic and he witnesses a car going out of control, crashing through a guardrail and falling into a lake. And John Travolta is like, oh shit, and he jumps into the lake. And inside, he sees a dead man in the front seat and Nancy Allen is in the back and she's still alive and he busts out the window, and he pulls her from the car. Cut to hospital. They're at the hospital. John Travolta's talking to a cop. He's smoking a cigarette because you, you could smoke cigarettes in hospitals. In the hospitals. Back, in the, you know. Dude, it's 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 the gritty. It's the gritty like, 80s, dude. Yeah, it's the gritty time like, in New York. You, do you remember when you could smoke in malls? Like you'd walk around the mall and smoke a cigarette? Yes. <sighs> What a time to be alive. Well, you could smoke in, in you airplanes. You could smoke anywhere. Airplanes. You could smoke on a fucking plane. Like, I remember being 17, going to Florida with my class, with my senior class, and getting to Florida, and there was a smoking section in the airport, and you could just smoke cigarettes and hang out. What a world it Bad, used to badass. be. Badass. The world used to be such a better place. <laughs> and everyone just stunk of cigarettes. Because you should smoke wherever the fuck you wanted. I don't even. I haven't had a cigarette in five years, and I still think like you should just be able to smoke. Fuck everybody. Smoke all you want. Smoke in the goddamn. Mall. Smoke up, Johnny. Go into the fucking Forever Twenty One and have a smoke. Why don't you just blow cigarette smoke <laughs> all over the Forever Twenty One? Just go in there and be like, "Fuck your hipster tank tops and." <laughs> Blow your smoke right in there. Fucking go up to the cashier and blow some smoke in their dumbass face. 
Anyway. He's smoking in the hospital. He's smoking in the hospital. The cops interview him, and he's just, Oh, God, don't talk to me. He's, um, he's still, like, he's still Barbarino. He's still he's yeah. Vinny Barbarino yeah. at this point. He's got, like, so. the, the V-neck with, yeah. with the taco meat hanging out, <laughs> yeah. and he's got the, like, slick hair. Yeah. Dude, he's, he's, he's in it. He's, he's right there for everyone to behold. <laughs> so... He he's getting ready to leave, and he's like, oh, "I better go say bye to Nancy Allen because she, you know, I saved her life or whatever." And uh, he goes and sees her, and he's smitten by her. And he's like, uh, "Why don't we go out and have a drink?" Which is really a weird thing to to ask a half sedated woman out on a date. <laughs> John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Well, he's 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 working the creepy sound. Recording, record this angle. Pretty. Are you are you calling sound men creeps? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, he's working the seventies kind of gritty, yeah. uh, guy in New York. He's he's working and he's doing a good job, man. Yeah, he's he's on fire. Um, and then we we find out that Nancy Allen is an escort, and she was in the car with a presidential hopeful. Are you calling her an escort, like? Strippers are called dancers. Should I call her a prostitute? No, call her an escort. Okay. So one of the dead uh, former presidential candidates, he's like a governor. One of his associates comes and tells John Travolta, you know, don't talk about this shit and get Nancy Allen out of here. Right. You know, yeah. take her doped up ass to the bar. Get her out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We just don't want any of this getting out. So the next day, John Travolta, he's listening to the audio of the accident, and he, he hears what he believes to be a gunshot right before the tire blows the out. The tire blows out, yeah. Blow out. Blow out. By gunshot. Yeah, there it is. Over and over. Just <laughs> and over again. On a loop. And... Coincidentally, at the same exact time that he's doing this, he just happens to see a news report about a guy talking about the same thing. And this guy, Marty Carp, is telling the newscaster that he has film footage of what happened. Manny Carp. Night before. Manny Carp. Because it's, uh, it's uh, Dennis Franz. Are you sure it's Manny? I think it's, it's Marty. Den- it's Dennis Franz, and he's like super creepy guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought his name was Marty. I think it's Manny. I'm just going to call him Carp. Just call him Carp. All right. So this guy, Carp, he sells stills from his his film reel to a tabloid for some reason. Because they were trying to frame the governor, dude. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, this movie goes deep. (laughs) You you don't know what you're missing. (laughs) So he sells these stills uh, from his film to a tabloid. And John Travolta goes out. He grabs a copy of the magazine. And in the most ridiculous thing, he fucking cuts out each still and makes a little flip book. He makes a film out of it. <laughs> he makes a, he f- makes a film out of it. First, he makes a fucking flip book yes, out of it. Yes, he makes and a looks flip book, book out of it. Duh, look at that. Oh so wow! Good. And then he and then he makes a little film. He like animates it and like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna paste the picture and then I and then I paste it a little more and take a picture. And yep. Place it. In, you know, he animates this fucking <laughs> movie magic, my friend. Movie magic. Ah, and then of course he puts his soundtrack to it. He makes a movie. And after he <laughs> and after he watches this little homemade video he's made, he's convinced 
that someone has assassinated the governor. Conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy nut. Yeah. Yep. So at this point, we find out that Carp and Nancy Allen were plotting against the governor. And they had been hired by his opponent's campaign to frame him up with a prostitute, escort, what have you. So John Lithgow comes comes along, and he is a fucking stone-cold psychopath. Dude, he's insane. He's Creepy as hell. fucking yeah. a fucking nut yeah. in this movie. Yeah, full, full Lithgow is what full I like to call on. it. <laughs> and so John Lithgow, it was his idea to shoot out the tire when they were just like, we we didn't want you to kill the guy. We we just wanted to get these pictures. And John Lithgow was like, "Meh, I shot the tire out. Thought it'd be funny." <laughs> and the guy's dead, and he's like, "Meh, who cares? Who cares? He's fucking dead. I don't give a shit. I'm John Lithgow." Um, and he he breaks into a garage that has the the car, and he steals the tire with the the bullet hole in it, um, and replaces it with a blown out tire, which, for me. Is a real leap of faith. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> because the car is just sitting in a garage, not in an impound where it would be. And the cops, they, they apparently didn't look over the car. This is 1981, man. Rules, <laughs> rules, rules don't apply in this world. Is that what you said? Rules don't apply in the film world or in the world of it, investigating it's, a it's, murder? It's New York. 1981. It's not New York. It's Philadelphia. Fine. It's Philadelphia. Which I forgot to mention. Yeah, because they have the 1776. I love Philadelphia. Yeah, you do. I love Philadelphia, which was a, a thing about the movie that I Go had Phils. forgotten. Go Phils. E I G L E S Eagles. <laughs> no, that's not cool at all. Let's go, Flyers. I did say who dad on those episodes. So. When you go, if you go to a sporting event in Philadelphia, it doesn't matter. Like if you go to a Phillies game. They'll just start chanting for the Eagles. It's a good chant. If you go to a Flyers game, they'll start chanting for the Phillies. Just enjoy the moment, Philadelphia. <laughs> Quit looking forward to other seasons of sport. Where was I? Oh, yeah, the <laughs> fucking car, the whole so car he goes situation. So he goes and he changes the tire. He, he changes the tire because the cops haven't looked at it for some reason. And it's right, not right, impounded right. anywhere. Why? Yeah. You know, Because apparently it was a different time where cops weren't very good. <laughs> says CB. Movies. Movies, man. <laughs> oh, so John Lithgow, he catches wind that John Travolta and Nancy Allen are looking to prove that the tire was shot out. So he busts, you know, unbeknownst to John Travolta, and we don't see it, he busts into John Travolta's uh, sound studio and erases all of his tapes. Then we get that fucking we, amazing shot. That shot is so fucking good. That it makes the movie fucking worth there it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like that whole scene where the, the camera's just rotating around and John Travolta's hitting all his marks oh my and God. running out of the room. It's magic. So goddamn good. <laughs> like, I immediately forgot about Carrie with the kaleidoscope vision <laughs> and all the fucking split screen. Dude, he's trying new shit, man. He's storytelling. <laughs> He's telling stories like in new and interesting ways for that time, obviously. But like you know, come on, it's you got to give it up. That's good shit. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here with my head in my hand while he lectures me about how I I need to be nicer to Brian. To Brian DePalma. DePalma. he's a good man. <laughs> give CB a call, Brian DePalma. He's really twisted, but yeah, blowout man. Uh, that shot's fantastic. That shot is so fucking good. Yeah. 
So good. And he also plans, John Lithgow, he plans on killing uh, Nancy Allen. Uh, and then, like, the most insane leap of logic, <laughs> he decides the best way to kill Nancy Allen and not get caught is to make it look like she was involved in just a string of murders that he commits. <laughs> <laughs> she's just the uh she's just a part of a serial killer ring. Yeah. <laughs> that's so insane. <laughs> like, I'm not just gonna kill her. I'll kill a bunch of people that look like her. And well, then they just nah. <laughs> He's a fucking maniac. What are you gonna do? <laughs> like he's out of his fucking mind. Uh so he grabs a woman, there's a woman getting on a bus, and I you know, you're getting on a bus in Philadelphia, like everybody there kinda doesn't give a shit about anybody, you know. Like, no offense, Philadelphia, but we're very, you know, I'm from South Jersey. I know uh, I spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. I know it's a very, uh, I don't want to say heartless city, because <laughs> that sounds very Maybe mean. cold? Very cold, I guess. Everybody's just kind of just worrying about what they got to worry about, which is fine, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But John Lithgow, this woman is getting on a bus, and he fucking grips her up, and nobody is like, he's a guy grabbing a woman. <laughs> like, nobody on the bus. The Everyone, person, Everyone's just head down. The person like, who's yeah. standing directly in front of her, you know, the, isn't like, oh, what is happening behind me? Oh, there's a woman being abducted. Oh, maybe we should do something about this. It's just a very ridiculous spot it's, to, it's ab- pretty, to abduct a woman. yeah. 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 Like for a man who's who's devised this insane scheme to, to murder a bunch of women just for one, that he would abduct a woman who's getting on a bus in front of a bunch of people and be like, eh, "I'm gonna get away with this." <laughs> Nobody <laughs> saw that. <laughs> it could be a comment on the time as well. Like <laughs> no one gives. I no one gives a shit. So he strangles this woman. And then jabs, which a, is oh, it's horrible. It's and horrible. He 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 has an ice pick and he jabs yeah. a bunch of holes in her chest in the shape of the Liberty Bell, and becomes known as the Liberty Bell Strangler. There you go. Yeah, which does not roll off the tongue. Doesn't come. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> so, pretty pretty disturbing. I should also point out that there's a newscast earlier in the film, and uh, I think it's Dave Thomas who is actually a newscaster from Philadelphia. On Action News, he's in it, and I oh, was like, like the "That's, actual, that's yeah. him." Like whenever M Night Shyamalan does a movie, because he yeah. always does shit in Philly, he always has uh, Yuki Washington as a newscaster. And every time I see him, I'm like, "That Yuki Washington, he's from Philadelphia. He's a real newscaster." And everybody in the theater is like, "Shut the fuck up, dude. No one cares. No one cares. We're in Seattle. We're waiting for the twist. Like this is M. we M. just Shyamalan. want the twist. Shyamalan, just give me that twist, anyway." So now, John Travolta and Nancy Allen, they're getting deep into trying to prove that there's been assassination by getting drunk together at the bar. (laughs) And John Travolta tells this story about how he used to wire cops. They they would go under, he was like, I was in the army as a radio man. Oh, God. In the army as a radio man. Then I used to wire cops and uh, the sting operation I wired the guy up. He started sweating. The battery started leaking. Acid weird. started burning him. Um, Those weird crossfades yeah. while he's telling the story. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so good. He ends up, the, the dude who he wired and gets killed. 
you know. And when that happened, John Travolta's like, no more of this cop shop shit for me. I'm done. I'm going to go do sound for movies. <laughs> for, for like, slasher. I was a radio software. man in the army. Then I used to wire cops. Now I do slasher movies. Huh? <laughs> now I do so, softcore slasher movies. Yeah. I mean, it's a natural progression yeah. of... of, of of jobs. Our our production company is housed in a uh X-rated theater <laughs> as well, just so everyone knows. Oh, so now ne- grimy. This movie has it, it, there's a cast. There is a There's a cast over the whole overwhelming film. amount of grime to this film. And it's great. I love the grime. I love the Philadelphia. I love the rotating shot. <laughs> there are three things three things you love about it I love John Lithgow as a fucking lunatic four things because he does I mean he, he, does sh- he should just do that in all movies yeah. actually he should you know Raising Cain another Brian uh, De Palma another John Lithgow so good yeah it's great I recently watched two it. roles yeah dual roles dual roles dual roles dual roles it was just an Alfred Hitchcock movie but we don't need to talk about Raising Cain <laughs> <laughs> All of De Palma's films are just Hitchcock movies. Kind of just Hitchcock movies. Anyway, so Sally goes to steal Carp's film reel of the accident. And in a really unpleasant scene, Carp tries to rape her, and then she hits him over the head with a bottle. She gets the film, gets out of there. She gives it to John Travolta, who syncs his sound up with the film, and then kaboom, there it is. He's got the proof in hand. Reel to reel tape. And, I mean, it is pretty much the same thing as the animated flipbook movie. <laughs> Explain to me what the difference between the two is. It's, I mean, it's, it's an animated flipbook movie, and he actually has real film that he linked his sound up to. But what? It lo- but it, they look pretty much the same. I, I, it's, it's, more, it's just more proof. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It's just more proof. You got nothing. You got nothing. It's more proof. Did you, did you get the Criterion version of this film? You bet your sweet ass I did. <laughs> I fucking knew you did. I don't even know why I asked. When I saw it coming out, I'm I was I'm going to go watch it tonight. I'm uh, going to watch it again for like, the 51st time. I was like, CB's going to get that. I know it. There it's, it is. It's got a little book with it, too. It's cool. Wow. Is it a flip book of... A car going off a bridge. I, I'm sure there's a little piece of that in there. <laughs> Is it just down in the corner? And you can like... Uh, so he goes to give this film reel to the cops. And the cops are like, we don't want to work with you. You used to wire people up to try to uh, expose dirty cops. Brought the story back around. Yeah. Yep. Master. It's, it's, Master work. <laughs> it's, it is great storytelling. I'll give you that in, in parts. Some parts aren't, but that's a, that's a bit of great storytelling. So John Travolta then decides, I'm just going to take this to the fucking news. I'm going to take it to Action News Channel 6, <laughs> Philadelphia. I don't know if it's Channel 6 in Philly, but I know that in Pennsville, New Jersey, the shithole town I'm from, it's Channel 6. Anyway, Gary Papa, he's a newscaster. I think he died, which was sad. Big Al Meltzer did the sports. I met Big Al Meltzer at Chi-Chi Rodriguez Golf Clinic when I was 17. He was really big. Who knew? Why am I talking about this? <laughs> we can go into your 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 tennis your your golf years later, please. <laughs> Not on this podcast. So, so John Travolta decides to take it to the news, 
And he gets in touch uh, with a guy named Frank Donahue, who is not a Philadelphia newscaster. He's just some actor. And he plans to go on the guy's show and release the tape on air. Because the guy's got millions of viewers. Millions of Philadelphians are watching Frank Donahue's show. Now, at the time, John Travolta doesn't know it. But John Lithgow has been listening to his conversations on the phone. Because John, John Lithgow's out there fucking... <laughs> being a fake phone man tapping in <laughs> the lines and just listening. Like Atlantic Bell or something yeah. like that. He's, He's just got the full there, oh, off on you. Oh, oh, oh. All right. So then uh, John Lithgow calls up Nancy Allen and he pretends to be Frank Donahue, the newscaster, and asks her to bring him the tape. And she's like, okay. Because Nancy Allen's pretty, like, ditzy. Right? She's, she's pretty ditzy. Is, that, is yeah. that an appropriate word? For I it? would say ditzy is probably the yeah. nicest word. <laughs> Through the movie, I'm I'm gonna say De Palma has maybe has a small bit problem with writing female roles. So this that would be the most glaring <laughs> uh, error in yeah, Blowout. Yeah, but, you know Nancy Allen's character is not great. No, no, not great. I don't know if it's how she was written or how she's acting it. But I don't know. I think she's pretty good. She's got a little too much dumb to her voice right, for right, my right. liking. Yeah. You know, she doesn't have to be I that. He, I dumb. think she was married to she, De Palma during this film. She so, was. You know, she was married to him up to 1984. Something that I read in my research of very the film. Very nice. Very nice. Because you told me that I should research the film <laughs> instead of tidbits. just watching them and then rambling about them. <laughs> oh, so she goes to John Travolta. And is like, I need the tape because Donahue wants it. And he's like, Why the fuck is Donahue calling you? And then he's like, You know what? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a wire on you. I'm gonna put a wire on you. I'm gonna have you meet him up for whatever reason. Meet up with him. And before handing over the tapes to her, he makes a copy of the audio, but he doesn't have time to make copy of the video, which will come into play later. Or maybe he doesn't have the gear to copy the video. One or the other. So John Travolta, he wires up Nancy Allen, and he sends her off to meet Donahue, and they meet at 30th Street Station, a landmark in Philadelphia. Yeah, um, they did a really good job in showing yeah, the and city. I mean, I mean that. Brian De Palma really got Philly in, you know, late 70s, early 80s Philadelphia. Yeah. He really shows it, and it's great. Like, it was great. It's even better that it wasn't in New York, because Scorsese, like, really cornered the market on yeah. that show in old school New he, York. He like. ruled New York and, you know, it's nice it was nice to see a movie in Philadelphia and for me to be like, Oh, I know that place. That place still exists. Yeah. Huh. What do you know? Fucking steady camming all around Philly. <laughs> so they go to thirtieth Street Station, uh, and he listens to their conversation from a distance. And when he sees that she's meeting with John Lithgow, he's like, That's not Donnie. Whoops. I gotta <laughs> catch him. Whoops. <laughs> I'm not sure he's that. <laughs> I got to catch up with him. But at the time, there's this goddamn Liberty Bell parade going on, and John Lithgow just grabs Nancy Allen, and they disappear into the fucking into the parade crowd. Right. So John Travolta, he jumps into his Jeep, and he's trying to, to catch the signal. You know, like, I can't hear her. Chasing like, the I gotta, signal. I got to yeah. chase the signal. Uh, and he fucking, he drives straight through the middle of goddamn city hall in Philadelphia, <laughs> just bursts through some cops and drives straight through the fucking middle of it, <laughs> like a fucking nut. And it's like this, it's a really great helicopter shot over top yeah, of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the car Everyone's driving like through, out. 
driving through fucking city hall like it's pretty great it's good stuff um and he drives through a fucking parade <laughs> yeah and then he he just ends up crashing the fucking car he crashes the car into a goddamn john wanamaker's fucking department store <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's another philly thing john wanamaker's john wanamaker's you never had john wanamaker's out here no, i'm gonna say no what about straw bridging clothier not that i that uh, not that i know of no woolworth yeah, dude. All right, so so John Wanamaker's is like a, I guess it's like an upscale Woolworth. Sure. That thinks it's an upscale like Macy's. Like a department store, it, but, but it, Lord, yeah. It thinks it thinks it's better than Macy's, but it's John Wanamaker's. <laughs> like you buy Jams T-shirts, or you remember Jams button-up Hawaiian shirts? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's where you get them. You get them at John Wanamaker's. I personally don't wear Hawaiian shirts because I look like the Kool Aid Man in. The- <laughs> True, <laughs> but sure, but sure. I okay. Watermakers. He drives uh, to the watermakers. He drives into the watermakers. Uh, hits his head, knocked out. After the crash, it takes him a little bit to wake up, and he immediately like jumps out and starts chasing the signal again. Nancy Allen, at the same time, she doesn't realize that she's giving the tapes over to a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like she thinks she's giving them over to Donahue. She doesn't know that this guy's a fucking loon. She's playing it a little weird too. I think in that moment, she's like playing it super like yeah, like, super ditzy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not great. And John Lithgow takes the fucking tapes and just throws them in the fucking river. Ah, there's your fucking tapes. Fetch them out of the skookle, you fuck. <laughs> Take these fucking tapes. <laughs> And she's like, why'd you do that, John? Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, John Travolta's still running around, and he's listening to the earpiece, earpiece and he finally spots the two of them, Nancy Allen and, and Lithgow, and they're skulking up the side of a building, like up some stairs to the top of a building uh, at the end of Penn's Landing. There's a bunch of people there clogging up Penn's Landing, watching some fireworks. Because, I mean, when fireworks go off in Philly... You gotta go to Penn's Landing. Shit blows up. You go to fucking Penn's Landing and you watch them fireworks go. So he's he's trying to get through the crowd to get to where Nancy Allen is, and he's listening to her scream. Scream because Lithgow's going maniac. Because he's going fucking nuts, and he can't get there quick enough. And it's it's very sad. It's good. So good. Um, By the time he gets up there, John Lithgow has strangled Nancy Allen, and he's getting ready to, to stab her up. To make the Liberty Bell, Liberty Bell, in the front of her. You know, it's weird. I never I, like all the years that I, you know, I grew up to the age of thirty, living near Philadelphia, went there all the time. Never went to the Liberty Bell. You never did go see the sights. In never, Philly? never saw that fucking bell. Nah, it's a big cracked bell. Well, I'm I sure it's still it. there. Oh, it's still there. Well, there you go. It's, it's claim the fame. Goddamn Liberty Bell's there. Anyway, I'm getting off track again. <laughs> <laughs> in this awful, sad part of the movie. So, so he's about to stab up. So he's about to stab her up, and uh, John Travolta comes up, grabs the, the ice pick, and stabs up Lithgow. Lithgow kills him. And then he, he grabs Nancy Allen, who has like this red line across her throat that just looks like they took like lipstick and was like, this smeared is good it, enough. Smeared it across her Here's neck. your effects budget. Fucking $1.99 lipstick from the Walgreens. Somebody go down to Wanamaker's. Get a fucking red lipstick. That's what that's what he yelled. We need some effects. <laughs> go to Wanamaker's. Go to fucking John Wanamaker's already. Ah, uh, and he's holding her, and he's he's sad, and 
explosions all around there's, her. Oh, yeah, there's that shot, too, yeah. where he's holding her. And it's, like, and rotating. It's rotating, and, you know, it's definitely a, like, superimposed shot of sure. fireworks yeah. going off in the background. But it's great. But it's gorgeous. It really God. is great. It really is. I'm so, I'm so happy to hear you say <laughs> these things, these wonderful things about this movie. It re- there are really some great parts to blow out. There really are. There really are. It ages well. Like a fine wine. <laughs> oh, and then you know he cradles her in his arms. The fireworks are going off. It's very, it's very sad. So now he he has a dead sort of girlfriend, not girlfriend, whatever. And he's got no video to correspond with the audio because he he still has the audio because he hid he hid the audio, the original tapes. He hid them in his apartment. So when. Lithgow erased all his stuff. He still had the master, which I should have pointed out about an hour ago. <laughs> but I didn't. So you've all been listening and been like, well, where the fuck? Yeah, you said he erased it. What do you mean? There was so many like different little nuances to this film, though. I mean, honestly, like there's so many little things that all... He brought it all yeah. together. But and That was one of the things. And, of course, for some reason, the flipbook video doesn't... It doesn't matter. It's not good enough to prove anything. So flipbook movie doesn't matter. Original movie is gone. Witness Nancy Allen dead. John Travolta's got nothing to prove shit. And he's also batshit crazy now. And he just sits around listening to Nancy Allen get killed. Just sitting around, snow on the ground, and he's just listening to her scream and scream. Listen to her scream because it's really, yeah. yeah. And so finally, we're back in the screening room where we started. John Travolta and the producer, they're watching the slasher flick that they were watching in the beginning. And in one of the darkest moments, (laughs) I think, in film, John Travolta has used Nancy Allen's scream from when she was being killed as the scream for the woman in the shower in this shitty slasher movie. And the producer is so stoked on this scream. Like, where did you get this scream? And John Travolta is just sitting there smoking a cigarette. Insane. Eyes, you know, red and bulgy. He's all sweaty. All sweaty. His eyes are red and, bul- red and bulgy from crying. And he's sitting there and he's just crazy as fuck. Yep. And he's just, they, they're listening to the scream over and over again. He's just, just over and over and, and, and just, over again. He puts his hands over his ears yeah. and he's just, uh, and that's the end. That's the end. And that's it. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> Great. You know, I hated Blowout when we watched it in school. Yeah, but you did. When when we were in school, I was a pretty big idiot about film. <laughs> I had <laughs> I had no culture at that point. I was like, I like shitty comedies and horror movies. Fuck you. And that was it. <laughs> you know. And uh, we watched Blowout, and I was like, huh, split screen with a hoot owl. There you go. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, we, we watched a lot of shit in school. And we the, did. Yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. But watching it again here, now being 11 years removed from yep. school, it's actually a pretty great movie. For all of its weird flaws that you're like, that doesn't quite make sense. That doesn't quite add up. For all that shit, it's still a really well done, just really. And there's like the shit, like the 
rotating camera and the fucking and that scene and the fireworks and all that shit like there's some really great shit all throughout the movie and John Lithgow is amazing. I think Travolta's really great. Travolta's great. Yeah. It's it's a great movie. You should if you haven't seen Blowout and we just ruined the whole movie. Because <laughs> we talked about we the just whole talked movie. about the whole movie. <laughs> we just gave everything away. Vilmos Sigmund shot it. Yep. Yeah. Classic seventies, eighties cinematographer. Yeah. Like it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous it, film. It looks great. It's very dark. It's very dark. It's a really dark it movie. It captures Philadelphia at the time really well and it's a really great movie nice nice christmas came early for cb (laughs) (laughs) mark liked blowout a little bit thanks for listening